Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is September 28th, 2023. It is Thursday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by The Swallows. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, I have learned over the years that when one's mind is made up, this diminishes fear. Knowing what must be done does away with fear. Rosa Barks. So we are drinking Basic Witch today, which is a pumpkin spice tea. It is warm. It is cozy. It is the perfect, perfect, perfect tea for this time of year. It is a black tea, so it has caffeine, so it's great for the mornings. It has black tea, cinnamon, ginger, cloves, cardamom, and marigold, and you can find it at sipaspell.com. So we're just going to go right into some headlines. And okay, I know this is a witch podcast, which like, (laughs) we all know I love a tangent, but Listen, it's almost Halloween, okay? So we're going to talk about some fun things that maybe aren't witchy. And one of those things might just be Buffy, you know? So, like, real quick, we have a Buffy headline. I'm so sorry if you're not into Buffy. But apparently, Spike is getting a sequel. James Marster's backstory for Spike reveals why he's Buffy's most complex anti-hero. So basically... Yeah, Spike is getting a sequel. It's going to be in book form and, like, the whole cast. No, well, not the whole cast, but, like, a good amount of the cast, the main ones, are coming for it to act out the roles in the book. And I think that is so neat. So this is from Variety.com. The original cast members of Buffy are reuniting for an Audible Original Stories, Slayers, a Buffyverse story, which will focus on Spike as the protagonist and premieres October 12th. So it's going to be Charisma Carpenter, Cordelia, Anthony Stewart Head, which is Giles, Juliet Landau, which is Drusilla, Emma Caulfield, Anya, Amber Benson, Tara, James Charles Leary, I don't, and Danny Strong. So, yeah, it's going to pick up 10 years after the events of the Buffy finale. I am shocked, (laughs) but I'm so excited. I do plan to listen to it, and I will let you know what I think. All right, witches, I'm going to throw this over to some headlines, and we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Thursday, September 28th. The waxing gibbous moon moves from the calm waters of Pisces to the crackling fires of Aries today. Here, the moon conjuncts Neptune. 
The moon's conjunction to Neptune is where fantasies unfold and we're able to completely detach and just float away. Now, this might not be possible in the middle of a work week, but we have to understand that this energy is rather strong. And if we don't build some time into our day to disconnect, we may find that we've done so without even thinking about it. So, give yourself permission to take some daydream breaks today. Your daily moon mantra is, Thought is the labor of the intellect. Reverie is its pleasure. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago Astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. In the Black Mountain region, Fullmouth is a town of women and children. When local mothers start dying, the town is panicked. At first, the citizens believe the deaths are suicides, yet 15-year-old Pearl is unconvinced. Pearl has known visions her whole life has known the feeling of when the darkness shifts inside her and her power comes to the surface. But having recently moved to Fullmouth, the supernatural is suddenly magnified. She now finds herself able to commune with ghosts. She sees visions of how mothers will die. Relying on these powers, Pearl faces a daunting foe and the responsibility of saving the town. The only question is, will she be too late? Built on history, folk tradition, and witchcraft, The Swallows is a horror novel that explores a small town's connection to the spiritual world and the families that fill it. The Swallows by Kristen Clanton is available wherever books are sold. All right, so we have a question from one of our listeners, Kim. Kim says, what does meditation have to do with witchcraft? I'm going to be honest, that is a great question. And truthfully, it's one I've never actually thought too much about. Well, that's not completely true. I have questioned like, oh, why do witches do this? Um, However, I'm not sure if my reason is going to be like the most popular, accurate reason. So we're going to dig into a little bit of why cultures use meditation, what they gain, and through that, we can figure out how it helps witches. Um, I will say right off the bat, for me personally, a lot of my magic is very cerebral, so it's a, a lot of what's going on in my head. It's connecting and con- uh, getting connections and getting messages, and it's no secret meditation just helps you learn how to control your mind. If you can control your mind, you can control what messages come in. You can control uh, what has power over you. You can control your will. In my very sweeping understanding and generalization of meditation and how it works with me personally, that is what I think it has to do with witches and magic. Um, It's, again, teaching you how to have control over your mind. And if you can control your mind, you can control your magic. But let's dig into it a little bit more. So we have a few things we're looking at today. Uh, This is just 12 science-based benefits of meditation, and this is from Healthline.com. One, we all know this, but it reduces stress. It can help control anxiety. So they did a study of about 1,300 people and found that meditation decreases anxiety. Three, it promotes emotional health. Some forms of meditation can lead to improved self-image. It enhances self-awareness. Some forms of meditation may help you develop a stronger understanding of yourself, helping you grow into your best self. 
It can strengthen attention span. It may reduce age-related memory loss. It can generate kindness. Some types of uh, meditation may particularly increase positive feelings and actions towards others. It may help fight addiction. It can help improve sleep. And it can also help control pain. So I know that's not quite the question, but I did just want to get kind of that out of the way of why is meditation good? Why do people like it? Before we jump into the spiritual stuff. Now, this is from the University of Houston. Spiritual meditation is an experience that takes you to the depths of who you are. You as your real self, stripped of all perceptions you've had about yourself. And you get to experience peace and joy. Spiritual meditation makes you realize the internal truth and let go of all that has happened and will happen. How I think what they're trying to say here is it helps you tap into or cut through the internal noise. So when you meditate, you're able to, one, be aware of what's going on in your head. What are you thinking about, right? What is popping up into your head? This is really helpful just as a person to kind of know what noise is always playing on in the background throughout your day-to-day, right? So if you can get a handle on that, and eventually when you meditate, your mind does clear because you have all your thoughts, you let yourself have all those thoughts. And then once you have the thoughts, they typically leave, right? And of course, this isn't everybody. It can take time. Uh, But like I said, at least for me, when it comes to witchcraft, once your mind is clear, again, you're receiving messages. You're getting uh, communication. You are tapping into your true self. And when you're tapped into your true self, Again, there's power and there's control there. So in my personal belief is that when you do a spell, partially what you're doing is you are doing all these actions in order to send out this pulse, almost like a lighthouse light, this pulse of want or need or will. And if you're able to quiet the mind and have control over the mind, When you send out that pulse, it just hits harder to the universe. At least that's kind of how I think about it. If anyone has a better way of saying that, feel free to let me know. It's funny. We don't always know how to explain our personal beliefs. And then when we try, we're like, ugh. Uh, But spiritual meditation releases and settles our thoughts and emotions. It relaxes your nervous system. It helps you let go of the past and find peace. Spiritual meditation helps you realize really who you are. And I think that's something a lot more people need to do. Because again, when you're aware of what is happening in your head when there's no stimulation, it makes you really have to experience yourself. And I know there's a lot of people who aren't comfortable with that. I know a lot of people who don't like to be left alone with their thoughts. And that's all meditation is, right? Being left alone with your thoughts. And I think that's a really powerful thing. I personally really love meditation. I don't do it as often as I should. Uh, But when I do get the opportunity, I love to go to like a meditation class because it's like 45 minutes of just sitting there and oof, it's such a wonderful experience. 
Um, but it also empowers you and helps you reach your higher consciousness. So that's a really good way to put it, that higher consciousness, that that powerful higher self that is more connected to the universe and closer to the mechanisms that I think uh, help spell work go out into the world and produce results, if that makes sense. Okay, so these are 17 spiritual benefits of meditation, and it comes from artofliving.org. One, a more even, balanced, and grounded sense of being, which, you know, as witches, you may question, well, do I really, like, do I really need to have my shit together to be a witch? And no, not really. However, what I have no what I have noticed just from my experiences is people who do not have a grounded sense of self or who are a little um overly uh not necessarily chaotic but they're overly self-destructive when they do do magic and spell work I've noticed it doesn't always tend to hit right I kind of view it as like imagine um that arcade game where you're the little space invaders and you have to get all little spaceships. If you have a really straight focused sense of self and idea and you know your target, you can mo- more likely hit that target with one shot. If you're focused, you know, your, your little alien spaceship target, you're more um, able to hit it because you're focused. You know where you're heading. You know where you're, where you're going. I kind of view that when people maybe aren't balanced and grounded, it's like they're just shooting all these little sparks all over the place and they're less likely to hit their target, right? One, because all that energy is dispersed into much less effective beams, um, if we're talking the arcade game symbolism. Uh, But also, it just doesn't hit. It just doesn't. And... Again, I'm not saying you have to, like, be a perfect person or anything to be a witch. That's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that when you are even balanced and grounded, you can have a better focus on what your goal is, what you want, where you're going it, and you can just very effectively communicate that to the world instead of just constantly shooting out these sparks that aren't going to really land, you know? So, two, it can create a deep experience of inner stillness, peace, and contentment. And why I think that is really helpful for witchcraft, too, is that when you don't have uh, peace and contentment, you can sometimes, again, uh, boy who cries wolf with your witchcraft a little bit. If you don't know where the difficulty is coming from or where your unease is coming from or where your stress is coming from, you may not know effectively where to point your magic and your spell work. That's actually what we talk about in that Tober class, uh, the cycle of witchcraft. It's kind of this idea of how do we go from not knowing exactly what we're doing or where we're pointing our magic or all of this to doing it a little bit more effectively. Three, a personality radiating an unshakable smile, love, calmness, and serenity. Eh. A heightened sense of spiritual awakening and freedom, increased awareness and mindfulness, which again, I do think is helpful when uh, trying to be a magic user. 
ability to live in the present moment, which I do think is very important. That is where we go back to contentment. Remember, happiness is not joy, it's contentment. So when you have the ability to be present and realize how wonderful things are right now, because maybe the sun's shining in through the windows and it's just like beautifully highlighting like maybe a little yellow clay pot a friend gave you and you're like, oh, joy or serenity or contentment. That's, you know, if if you can have those little moments more often, that's going to make you feel more at peace. And then again, when you do have to do magic, it's going to be coming from just a really stable source. A sense of inner bliss that is independent of outer, uh, outer circumstances, a strong and genuine sense of who you are, which I do think is really important, especially for witches. At ease and natural wherever you go, whomever you are with. A strong sense of belonging and connection to all. Well-bonded, nurturing, fulfilling relationships. Greater feelings of abundance, security, generosity, and gratitude. More compassion and kindness and forgiveness. An increase in creativity and out-of-the-box thinking. More resilience and greater ability to handle stress and uncertainty. Increased acceptance. Yeah. I mean, half of these just kind of, I mean, honestly, a lot of these just really felt like it was still centering on that idea of just well-balanced contentment and sense of being. And as witches, you know, we are trying to wield these universal energies and Ideally, we're going to wield them more effectively if we are grounded and even. Now, here's the thing. That's not always real life, right? Like some of us just aren't always that grounded or or sometimes we spend half the month just like a little like hyper like hyper excited or or the opposite maybe um we we spend half the month just a little down right um that's not to say that like that's a fault or a bad thing or anything like that but what it is saying is that those moments where you do feel like you have a little bit more control over your your yourself um to find the peace you know during that time and then just finding more peace overall which i think we all want you know sometimes i feel like just out of control like like uh, emotionally sometimes when i'm complaining or i'm venting or i'm processing just like traumatic things i've been through just me like saying things i'm passionate sometimes it makes me feel like a little erratic and i don't like to feel that way you know uh, and that could also just be societal conditioning. Who can say? But going back to the question, how does meditation help with witchcraft? In my opinion, personally, I think it brings you closer to the mechanisms of the universe that work with our magic. And the closer you are, the uh, more effectively and the more smoothly I think your magic works. And I also think that when you have a balanced, grounded sense of self, you're less likely to be erratic with your magic and kind of uh, maybe doing spell work that is uncalled for or unneeded or, um, again, shooting out all the little beams instead of like one really strong beam, if that makes sense. It's so hard explaining beliefs. The people who can do it really effectively shout out. 
All right, witches. So I'm wrapping up this episode of the Witch Daily Show. I do have a shout out for listener Lisa Lord. Lisa, you playful, tenacious garden nymph. Emmy Jean, you brilliant Arcadian tropical fish. And Teresa Dawn, you charming, powerful kraken. Thank you three so much for being Patreon supporters. I really, really appreciate it. Now, speaking of classes, I do want to share a class that I have for October 1st. This is going to be probably around your last chance to sign up for it. There are limited seats. This is a class about confusing terminology. So when I was creating classes, I knew I needed a a terminology class, but I didn't want to do the basics like what is a candle? What is an athame? What is um, a pentagram? I was like, no, no, no. What are some phrases that everyone thinks they know what they mean, but everyone's wrong? (laughs) That's what this class needs to be. So that is what this class is. What have we heard through the culture of Facebook groups or just the same lore that's been passed around for the past few decades, but that is wholly based off nothing? That's what we're talking about. Phrases such as, as above, so below, uh, windershins, and, uh, oh gosh, I don't even know the words because I'm so bad at it, Uh, with the sun and then windershins, the clockwise, counterclockwise, grimoire versus book of shadows, the wheel of the year, Uh, so um, the emerald tablet, things like that. So we're going to just kind of look at these things where it has been so skewed from the actual meaning, and we're just going to explore them. So if you're interested in that, it's an hour-long class. It is via Zoom. I do record it, so if you can't make the class, that's fine, but you still have to sign up and pick a slot, or else I won't know to email you and give you the recording. Uh, There's handouts and things like that, so check it out. All right, witches, that is all I've got for you today. Don't forget any books, decks, headlines, sources, anything we reference can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. And we will talk again tomorrow. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day.